Weeks. It's Monday, June 28th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, Meet Skelton performs his Yankee Doodle Dandy music at a Doomsday Prepper convention. Plus, getting greedy with your semen stash. Is your favorite cock ring endorsed by the Beatles? Probably not. And shot over a spicy chicken sandwich. And what did he say specifically to you? Sit down, nigga. Keyshawn Chambers is a freshman at Valley High School, a Boy Scout, a football player, a member of the ROTC, an honor roll student. He was hanging around his teacher's classroom door in December. The teacher told him to sit down, and the teacher says that Keyshawn used the N-word first. And I just kind of was stunned a second. Well, 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 then, get away from the door, nigga. And I was just... I repeated the same insult because that's sort of what I've been trained to do. Why why is this word used so frequently? So I just I just don't understand it. And I'm trying to understand it. I need help. Yes, I I use nigga. I I I've used it. I admit it. I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. That, you know, nigga, nigga this, nigga, nigga please, nigga, you know, can you lend a nigga a pencil? Dawson was suspended for 10 days without pay from January 9th to January 23rd, and he has to go to diversity training. He says that he's learned from this experience and hopes that others uh, think twice before using the N-word. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? She is a fat cunt. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Please, no confessions involving children. All right, Tim back here with you, kicking off a new week of programs, baby. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have got a good one for you. Meet Skelton is back with an update. It's been a while since we've heard from him. This is exactly how I want to start my week off. Oh, my God, freaks. Now, look, we all know at this point that Mead is a very vain person. He is obsessed with his looks. You may recall in Mead's last video, he was showing us how he hair maxed himself, slathering on product and then blow drying his hair, applying gel, pomade, spritzes, creams, hair dye, all to achieve that very desirable middle-aged lesbian look. To be fair, that dyke do really does suit his face. Now, I want you guys to take a real hard look at the chapter artwork or featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. I had to make Mead featured today because you need to see what's happening. Something is off with the way Mead looks. I don't know if he's sick or he's doing this on purpose. My theory is he is experimenting hard with makeup. I think he's using some powder or some sort of very pale foundation because he looks very, very white, like sickly white. But then may I direct your attention to, let's say, the corners of his eyes on each side. There's like this dark line that goes from the, the corner of his eye all the way down his cheek. I think he's trying to contour his face. Like, this is the first step in attempting to achieve a jawline or the appearance of a jawline. I don't know, but there's something there. Most definitely. 
and and you know, I know Mead likes to say he's a very masculine man. There's nothing fruity about him, but he does spend a lot of time worrying about his appearance, watching YouTube videos. It's only a matter of time before he runs across some uh, guy that he thinks is masculine applying makeup, and he's he's going to try it himself. One more reason why, despite the fact Mead rails against gay people, he's fruitier than all of them. I've never used foundation. I've never tried to contour my face. You guys have seen me. I'm a fucking mess. You know there's no makeup being applied to this mug. Oh, I will say this. I have actually used my friend's makeup, like my coworker, because when I was in my 20s, I still got a lot of zits. Up until last year, I got a lot of zits. But my friend was like, gave me this little container of something. It's makeup. I don't know what it's called, though. Concealer? Foundation. Those are the only two types of makeup I know. That's why I keep saying <laughs> I keep saying concealer and foundation. One of those things, and you just put it on your 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 zit and you rub it, and it sort of blends in and it looks natural. By the way, when I was growing up and I would get zits, I at first I would use like those oxy pads. I would try to oxycute them, and then I started using various creams and stuff. And it was always like white cream. Why not incorporate makeup into the zit cream? So when you you know you rub the, the cream on your zit, it at least covers it up while it's trying to uh, burn it off or whatever the hell the medication does. Some company has had to have thought of that, right? If not, don't steal it. That's my million do- another million dollar idea. Anyway, let's get to Mead and his update here. He's been a very busy lesbian. So this last week was very exciting. I got to sing at the Preppers Convention in Goochland County, Virginia. Oh my God. In that sentence alone, there's a lot to unpack. Preppers Convention in Goochland? Gooch? That's your taint. Gooch is slang for the perineum, also known as the taint, the grundle, or the chode. Well, I always thought chode was your dick. Not according to Urban Dictionary. I mean, what a great place for a Preppers Convention, and more importantly, a great place for me to perform. Goochland. Basically, taint land. Which does not sound like the happiest place on earth. Not an amusement park you want to visit. So hot and moist here and everything smells musty. Well, I will give it to Mead. You know, he booked a gig. Do you think he reaches out to these festivals and shit or do they contact him? Honestly, this seems like the perfect venue for Mead and his music. And they had a whole lot of folks there. Now, when I got there, a lot of people had left already because they were just there for the technology portion. You know, what to do in case of a a tidal wave or some um, natural disaster. See, now, I don't think that's what the prepper convention really is. I think a prepper convention is like, if the Antichrist rises in there's Armageddon. If the Democrats rise to power and try to kill all the Republicans, you know, like, I, that's what I think of when I hear preppers. You know, and prepare yourself for all kinds of different things that the government might plan to do to Yeah, yeah, that. That's a prepper. Us. So everyone was there for Armageddon. Yes. And they thought it would be wonderful to have my music along with it. Mead's music does pair well with the world going to complete shit. I'm pretty sure the song Sweet Tea was playing on loop while the Titanic was going under. So they invited me along and I did a set at the very end. Now, this it was a beautiful, picturesque uh, environment because the sun was sitting behind me. Oh, Mead is just painting a, a beautiful picture of the Prepper Convention. The sun was shining. Confederate flags were rising majestically from the rusted truck beds of the patriots in attendance. 
a gentle breeze causing them to sway to and fro in a chorus of rebel yells softly echoing through the trees. A man had just gotten off stage who was giving a talk on how to turn used food buckets into portable piss and shit receptacles. And that's how you drop turds in a food bucket. That'll do it for the prepper convention. What's that? Oh, we got some fat, queer-looking kid. He's going to sing a few songs. Give it up for Fatty. Break a leg, fancy pants. It was a beautiful day. But at 8.30, I started into my music. I did a lot of gospel patriotic. Oh, my God. So Mead has shown a picture of what the stage looked like. It's not a stage. It's just a, it's a bunch of plywood plopped on the ground. It was a very professional venue. 30, I started into my music. <laughs> I did a lot of gospel patriotic songs, some of my originals, and but they just really loved my yodeling. I think that put them over the top. <laughs> now, by the time I got there, there were only about 20 people left. Most people had retreated up to the mountains <laughs> because they were worried about certain um, elements coming in. Now, they did have a... Pr- wait, wait a second. It was, it was the end of the prepper convention. So why would they be afraid uh, at this point of people infiltrating or causing trouble? So they were allowed to to do what they were doing. So um, so I, I love singing at the Preppers event. They said they'd love to have me back sing the national anthem. Now, those are my kind of people. A lot of people there were uh, Trump supporters. Um, I can't vouch for everyone. And not everyone was a white supremacist. They had black. Not everyone. Not everyone. I mean, there was a good portion. Of course, that goes without saying. I mean, Mead knows who his, who his crowd is, who his audience is. Ouch for everyone. And not everyone was a white supremacist. They had blacks. I mean, they even had blacks. They had uh, orientals. So you can't call them white supremacists. They were all there, you know, just to prepare themselves and uh, to, for the upcoming uh, doomsday. Doomsday preppers. So there's all kinds of different preppers. Now, I noticed they um, were talking about certain things like you know, alternative energy sources. But um, I think a lot of folks did agree that oil, uh, it was, I agree too, oil is the cleanest resource we have. Oil. Does anyone, aside from me, believe that oil is the cleanest energy source? That's got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard coming out of Mead's mouth. So there's a lot of misinformation going around, you know, about the coronavirus. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, um, yeah. So people say the vaccine, like, okay, first of all, it's not a real vaccine. Um, What they're giving to you is a genetically engineered modification, which goes into your DNA, destroys it, and possibly ruins your immune system, kind of like AIDS. I guess I take my last statement back. This is one of the dumbest things Mead has ever said. All right, there's more to Mead's video here. It's like a 15-minute long thing, but I... I'm going to tap out for right now. We've got to move on. Other weird, stupid shit happening around the internet. A movement called semen retention. One of the largest groups of semen retention practitioners is on Reddit, where over 90,000 people have joined r slash semen retention in the hopes of storing their sacred male energy, at least according to a Vice article about the movement. Apparently, this all started in 2014, and uh, the page works as a support group for men who wish to perfect the ancient practice of withholding cum. 
Now, there's a big difference between semen retention and no fapping. Oh, you can masturbate all you want when practicing semen retention. I mean, I don't know why you would want to, because the whole point is to not ejaculate. Why tempt yourself? You can have sex. This is like one of those like crazy diet plans, right? I can eat whatever I want. Kind of. I mean, you can masturbate. You can have sex. You just can't get to that final moment of completion. Does this sound dumb? Yes, it's very dumb. According to the Vice article, the semen retention or SR community has one central premise. The belief that semen is the essence of male energy or chi. Every man has this magical juice inside of them and most spill on a tissue or on the ground or in the toilet every other day. Why would you get rid of your magical juices? It's so wasteful. You're destroying yourself. You're killing your essence. In ancient Chinese culture, semen was considered the most pure kind of bodily chi. Excessive sex with ejaculation was considered a serious threat to a man's health and was thought to lead to exhaustion. That's true. Depletion of chi, illness, and even death. Death by coming. (laughs) The official cause of death, orgasm. What is it, doctor? Well, we just checked your ball sack nut juice levels. It's dangerously low. You're on the verge of going into cum shock. So what if you don't ejaculate a lot? What if you you retain your semen? What are the benefits, right? Well, how does reduced anxiety sound? Glowing eyes, glowing skin, and even minimizing depressive episodes. Let's turn our attention to that subreddit and see what people are posting over there. Check this shit out. This is the first post I ran across. Any other gay retainers out there? It seems like in this form, it's mostly straight guys. Are there any other gay retainers out there? And the first reply is from Intelligent Scar 1207. Yes, it's a little harder since gay people are a much smaller percent of this already small population. As for me, I've considered myself gay for a long time. <laughs> oh, come on, this is serious. I've considered myself gay for a long time, but when I'm on semen retention, I notice I gravitate back towards women. I've come to terms that I might actually be straight. I honestly believe porn had me chasing a dopamine hit while I was watching gay porn because when I was younger, I thought of it as taboo. My attractions change based on porn, no fap, and more or less semen retention. Guys, maybe gay people are just chronic masturbators depleting their male energy which homos them up, they go out looking for dick, lose more cum, get more gay, the cycle continues on and on and on. You know how cock-hungry gays are? I think we discovered the cause and the cure for homosexuality. Men who are fags with testicles. Right on, Pastor Manning. It all comes down to that ball sack. Here's a guy who has completed 30 days of no masturbation. It wasn't... All smooth sailing, though, for him. He says, I experienced three nightfalls between the 10 and 15 days. And I was like, what the hell's a nightfall? On reading some more, I learned that nightfalls are wet dreams. That's a real problem for people who are practicing semen retention. What happens when you're, you know, unconscious? You know, you're trying to not masturbate. You try not to ejaculate. Then you go to sleep and boom, puddle of jizz in your bed. Ruins your whole thing, right? This guy seems to think after reading some Chinese medicine books, uh, he's got weak kidneys. 
Some Chinese master stated, if your kidneys are weak, then it's difficult for your body to produce and hold and utilize the semen. This is a very science-based subreddit. Uh, The first comment is, first off, man, your kidneys are fine. Nightfalls are normal and doesn't signify physical harm. But I got to say, nightfalls kind of represent pent-up sexual frustration. To get rid of nightfalls, you must unlock your muladhara chakra. So you got, you know, before going to sleep, you got to sit in a lotus position and practice contraction of your pelvic diaphragm muscle. Basically, you got to do Kegels, I think. It's a very odd subreddit. Uh, Just for shits and giggles, let me take a look at the NoFap subreddit, kind of like the the sister subreddit to semen retention. First post here is, uh, I've been flatlining for 30 days straight. Why is, I think flatlining means that he's not getting hard. He's not getting an erection. I've been flatlining for 30 days straight. Why is this? And my penis feels numb. The first response is, this is a sign that you are healing. Yeah, it's a good thing you can't get hard and your penis is numb. It's all all going according to plan. Myself had experience with it. And for some, it takes like a year for your penis to heal completely. When you were watching porn all the time, your brain got used to artificial libido, making you horny without reason. Keep going with your streak. Because if you go back to your old days, you're going to reset your progress and make it all worse. Getting a boner like a freak has nothing to do with being a man. All the best to you. I think when these guys have a slip up and they actually masturbate, like they beat their meat, they say their dick is dead because you know, it's been beaten to death. Uh, this guy, who's this uh, Dalpha2911 says, day 11, my dick is dead. Day 11, no urges until now. He must have masturbated. Now he's uh, trying to give himself a pep talk. This time, I'm going to hit 90 days. I'm motivated as fuck. Full hard mode. I didn't Google boobs for 11 fucking days. I'm proud of myself. Yes, well, it's the small wins. I will say it's a very supportive group. There's a lot of people saying, like, look, I'm done. I deleted my Pornhub account. I deleted my not safe for work accounts. I blocked all cam girls. I want a healthy sex life. And people are like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. Great job. Awesome work. So if you do find yourself watching a lot of pornography, maybe uh, the NoFap community is for you. So there you go. That's semen retention and NoFap. Two groups that, uh, I got to be honest with you, don't seem like a lot of fun. A couple more short clips here. Uh, oh, one of our favorite Utards is back, David Hughes. He's the guy trying to normalize the N-word. Actually, he's trying to change the meaning of the N-word and also the F-word. Any offensive word, he wants to change the meaning into something happy. And today he's back with a a new word he wants changed. As always, I'm more on TikTok than YouTube. Oh, you certainly are, moron. So I just realized the homophobic F-word isn't necessarily where all the pain always is. Hmm. Sometimes the sexual F-N-word... The sexual N-word. I've never used the N-word during sex. Maybe I should try. Sexual F-word. What is the sexual N-word? Oh, I think you know what it is. Nigoo. Nigoo. So close to Jigu, isn't it? I don't know. But but fuck is an F-word. That F-word. And a lot of people have trouble with it. Nigger faggotard. Meet nigger fuck-a-tard. Fuck-a-tard. Fucking a tard is illegal. And fuck-tard is what they used to call certain theists on YouTube here on this platform. That's what we call you, a fuck-tard. 
Call them fucktards. Whoa, is that ableist, right? Sorry. Because the notion is a retard can't consent to sex. Or possibly that, I don't know, that the only sex you can get is with a, uh, a disabled person. A mentally or physically disabled person. Well, to be honest, if they're all crippled and can't run, yeah, it's technically easier to, uh, to to get at them and have sex with them. I mean, against their will. It's like a rape situation. It's wrong. Don't don't get me wrong, but uh, but still, it is easier to, to fuck a tard than fuck a fully able-bodied person. Just logistically speaking, that's all the sex a fuck tard can get. Well, that's offensive and ableist and just plain wrong anyway. And on top of that, much more than that, you can 3D model things. What the hell is this guy going on about? And buy toys. You can do whatever you want. AdamandEve.com, promo code FREAK. If you are a gimtard or fucktard or niggafagatard, whatever the hell he says, you can use promo code FREAK at AdamandEve.com and get 50% off just about any item. And get some free gifts, free shipping. Not a bad deal at all. Thank you, AdamandEve.com, for supporting this show. Also, there's somebody that out there somewhere that's willing to do other things with you, you know? Like, I don't understand um, the incels. Dude, sex isn't that fucking big a deal. It's not. I mean, it sucks. They can't get it. That's why it's a big deal to them. We should uh, clue David Hughes in on the semen retention subreddit. It is, but also kind of it just isn't. Like, fucking get over it, and then you will get under it. Believe me. Hmm. Words of wisdom for the incels. Get over it so you can get under it. See, talk about pussy. Nick or fuck a tard misses all that homophobia, but isn't... Fuck just as homophobic what? as faggot in some ways. No, it's a completely different word with a completely different meaning. Mm. Fuck it's- means like, I mean, fuck, first of all, is a very versatile word. It can mean a lot of different things. Isn't. But it, it, it doesn't have anything to do explicitly with a homosexual. I am curious if this guy actually has a point here. So we're at the right place with nigger faggot fuckatard. Are we? Are we at the right place? I don't think we're anywhere near the right place. And that's NFFT. That's F squared. What function is F squared? Well, oh, this is where he turns uh, offensive words into math problems. Let's start at Zoe. <laughs> no. Zoe, one, four, nine, snicks, twive, thricks, fine, score, gun, hun. Hun is 10 squared. Zoke squared, right? 11 squared, 121. Okay, to answer my own question, no, he doesn't have a point, and it's painfully clear at this very moment, he he's crazy. He's a crazy man. He's insane. Hunfror, what does that sound like? 44. That's 12 squared. Tune squared, hunfror, hunskine. I love when he talks this stuff, and it's and he's he's speaking as if this is obvious. Home four, it kind of sounds like two four, right? So two times four is eight. Eight rhymes with hate. Fag hate. Fuck hate. How many words? How many letters does fuck have? Four. Duh. How many words are we talking about here? Fuck. Fag. Two words times four. Eight. Eight. Hurdy birdie. Gay people love birds. 
Have you ever seen a gay person walk? They kind of walk like birds, right? It's like, what? What are you talking about? Name a type of bird. A chicken, a rooster, a cock. They're cocks. Gay people love cocks. Cock is a four-letter word. Fuck is a four-letter word. All right. Uh, that's quite enough uh, from Dave Hughes. I think we all learned nothing from him. Finally, before we get into the news today, I've got a roundtable discussion. These folks are all talking about relationships they've been in. Uh, the woman here has been in a relationship, and I guess this guy was wealthy, bought her a car, got her accustomed to a, a new lifestyle, and then things didn't work out. They broke up, and she wants this guy to continue to fund her new lifestyle because it's only fair. He got her used to the finer things in life, and now all of a sudden he wants to just uh, take all his money and leave. I had a guy get me a Benz before and put me in a loft space and, you know, mm. set my whole life up differently than what it was normally. And I feel like if you brought me to, like, this level, and then we didn't work out, but we're still friends, you know? We don't we didn't have beef and no one cheated. It was just didn't work out. Um, but I still, ex- I, I wasn't going to move from my space because it didn't work out. I wasn't going to give him back my car because I'm not going to downgrade my lifestyle because me and you are no longer together. And I just feel like if you put me in this space and that was under your budget, then what's the difference now? You know what I mean? You were my girlfriend. I was fucking you. Yeah, but I just, I was fucking I you. Just feel, yeah, but I personally feel like, no, I'm not yeah, moving. But see, <laughs> but see, what he did was this though. He gave you the upgrade. But part of that upgrade is because you're with me. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a contract there, an unspoken contract. It's like, I am giving this stuff to you because you are my girlfriend. When I don't have a relationship with it, with you anymore, then you're back to being a stranger. I'm not getting anything out of this. So neither are you, cunt. Yeah. You understand? So, so let me just go, though. So we- Everyone in the world understands this, except except for this spoiled bitch. But part of that upgrade is because you're with me. Yeah. You understand? So, so let me just go, though. So we didn't work out, me and you dating. You feel me? So I'm supposed to keep paying your loft. Yes. And keep paying your bands. Now, I get it. You're a true boss if you do that. And that's the the vibe we're getting. But, Jess. No, it's just I'm not moving. And you, you're going to have to deal with it. If you want to stay upgraded, stay with me. If not, go see what's out there. Oh, so then that. So then if that's the case, so yeah. you want me to stay with you for these items and use you, basically. Not for them. If you want to live like this, it comes with being with me. Okay. So, so then so then you would prefer a woman to just stay with you for her items and her lifestyle. My lifestyle is now contingent. My current new lifestyle that you upgraded me to is now <laughs> contingent on me being in a relationship with you. And that's the only way I can have it in this moment. That's why you got the new lifestyle, because you were with them. And when you're no longer with him, then you go back to your old lifestyle. You'll get used to it, honey. What then stops should, me then you from just get married, staying then, with then, you Jazz, for that? Then, Jazz, you want him to keep your lifestyle up, keep paying your bills, keep you on that same upgraded level. No, you were dating a man that had money, so dating him came with a lifestyle. But if we're not working and our love is dead, I don't owe you to keep paying your, your car note and your mortgage. Entitled. I'm not entitled to. Now, if I'm that rich, then okay. But realistically, though. that isn't really my job. You should find you a man like me and upgrade to him and yeah, find another rich dude she just needs to come to terms with the fact that she she needs a sugar daddy find some old guy getting ready to croak leave you all his money you're called a gold digger there there is a name for you this is how it's been done since the beginning of time this is how it will continue to be done you don't get the perks of being a gold digger after you break up all right and with that let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now <laughs> I was uh, I was watching TikTok because I'm a 13 year old girl apparently, and I saw that video. A lot of people were talking about this. Uh, Justin Bieber was coming home from a run or something, 
And there are like all these girls by his front door screaming like, Oh my God, Justin, I want a hug. I love you. Can you please give me a hug? And Justin Bieber actually uh, talking calm and rationally is like, look, I understand. I feel you, baby. <laughs> That's how he talks. Right? He's like, I feel you. I feel you. Look, I know. I understand. You can meet me anywhere else. Anywhere I'm at, you can meet me except for my home. This is the place where I go to to relax. Do you understand? I just want to come home. I don't appreciate you guys being here. Do you understand that? Like, he's talking to these girls, trying to rationalize with them, trying to make sense. Look, you know how it is after a long day at work. You're tired. You just want to go home. You know, you don't want a bunch of people outside screaming your name, asking for stuff. So, you know, I appreciate I'd appreciate if you wouldn't follow me home. You wouldn't hang out by my front door. And you know what the girl said? She listened to every single word that Justin Bieber said and replied with, Can I get a hug? Can I get a hug? Like, just they they zoned out. They did not care what he was saying. He could have been like, I'm sorry. I, listen, I would love to give you a hug, but I, uh, I'm very contagious right now. The doctors don't know what's wrong. I'm shitting blood. Body parts are falling off of me. If I so much as breathe on you, you're going to die within 15 hours. So you can understand why I, I can't do that. Thank you. And I'm sure the girl would be like, but can I get a hug? Can I get a hug? Ma'am, I am made out of pure electricity. I'm electrified. If I touch you, 100,000 volts will immediately render you dead. You don't want to get electrocuted, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but no. Jesus Christ. What? I mean, by the way, have you seen Justin Bieber? Why is he such a fucking ladies man? He's not particularly attractive or anything. He just looks like a, a guy, a douche with like half a mustache. He's like one of these guys who can't quite grow facial hair right. I hate to say it, but he, he looks like he's transitioning, you know, like those female to males when they, they're starting to be able to grow facial hair so they do it even though it, it comes in all patchy or wispy. You might want to wait until there's like more hormones pumping through your body or draw them in with a pencil or something. I don't know. That was the most recent TikTok I watched that has nothing to do with anything I'm talking to you about today, but it's just something that annoyed me. Uh, listen, if you are not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity by becoming a member today. When you sign up, you'll gain access to every single episode we've ever done since, uh, what, December 2004? That's when we started this stupidity. Uh, more importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means uh, we've got a Sideshow exclusive episode coming up tomorrow. It's a great time to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Check out the site, superfreaksideshow.com, for more information. Other ways to support the program, we've got that Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons. And of course, Sideshow members, they are the reason this show is able to continue. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, Ringo Starr, famous drummer for the B.O.'s. Another spot-on impression there. Yes, Ringo Starr has dropped his legal battle against Screaming O Pleasure Products. Screaming O produces a line of penis rings called the Ringo. <laughs> Starr filed suit against the company back in 2019 
objecting to the name of the penis rings. In his complaint, Starr claimed the brand was identical in appearance, sound, connotation, and pronunciation to his own name. Consumers will likely believe that Starr's newest venture is sex toys. And quite frankly, this is an association that the opposer does not want. Though most mentions of the Ringo brand include the capital O at the end, uh, there are a few instances online where the products are categorized under the Ringo collection. Capital R, but everything else is lowercase. Like, you know, Ringo's name. The hard-fought battle has now reached a happy ending. Get it? According to Loudwire, a settlement has been made between the two partners, with the penis ring makers promising they'll avoid any activity likely to lead to confusion between their products and the man, Ringo Starr. The deal adds that the name can only be used for adult sex aids and desensitizing sprays, and they must include a space between the ring and the O. I'm looking at uh, the the, uh, Ringo cock rings, and uh, they look pretty generic. Uh, the Ringo Ritz is eight ninety five. That's a pretty good deal. And the Ringo Ritz XL for larger boys is also eight ninety five. According to the BBC, the trademark Ringo is used for various products in the UK, including mop ringers, biscuits, and a hormonal contraceptive vaginal ring. Oh man, Ringo Starr has his legal work cut out for him. Uh, a quick Google search for Ringo products in the U.S. also brings up links to herbal oils, antifungal cream, ringworm or something, dog toys, ring cleaners, recliners, e-juice, and more. I think this is this one's going to escape Ringo Star. There's just too many Ringo products. By the way, you know where you can purchase a couple Ringo products? At AdamandEve.com! Make sure to use promo code FREAKS. They've got um, Ringo Erection Rings for $5.97. And they've got the Ringo Penis Ring for only $1.77. Holy shit! Oh, yeah, look at that. It's normally $2.95, but I think if you use promo code FREAK, it brings it down to like $1.77. Check out this customer review. For next to no money, I found something that is almost perfect. Uh, The ring kept me harder than I've been since my 20s. Tight enough, but not too tight. That's the Ringo difference. How great would it be if this company came out with a cock ring in the shape of a star instead of a ring, and they could call it the Ringo Ringo star? Oh, they should totally do it just to piss off that B.O. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. For most of her life, hospital kitchen worker Mary McCarthy often had a pain on the right side of her nose. Last year, after an extremely painful COVID-19 test, her nasal problems deteriorated. The reason became obvious on Thursday when a surgeon at the Christchurch Hospital extracted a yellow tiddlywinks piece. You guys, have you guys ever played tiddlywinks? It's such like an old game. I don't, you know, I've been to many toy stores. I don't think I've ever seen it on sale, but I guess I'm not really looking for tiddlywinks. You know, it's a bunch of like little plastic thin discs. And you take one of the little thin discs and you put it on, the, you press down hard on the edge of another one. And then the, the little disc then pops up because of the, you know, the pressure flips up in the air. I'm not, I don't really remember the, the object of the game though. But as a dumb little kid, this girl uh, shoved tiddlywinks in her nose. One got stuck there and then she forgot about it. It was up there for 37 years lodged in her upper nose. The surgeon also removed calcified material that had grown around 
the tiddly wink. Oh, there's a picture of her holding it. I will uh, include that as the chapter artwork. How fucking gross. Tiddlywinks, which was developed in England in the ni- I'm sorry, 1860s, is played with sets of small discs called winks. Players use a squidger to shoot a wink into flight and into a pot for points. A lot of fun. McCarthy, 45, an Addington resident, was recovering on Friday, and although still in pain and very nasally, she was breezy- uh, breathing th- through her right nostril for the first time in eight months and seeing the funny side of her rip-snorter of a story. She said she remembered playing tiddlywinks with her seven brothers and sisters. I bet you it was one of her brothers or sisters that jammed it up her fucking nose. Kids are awful. Uh, she actually said that she did it herself. She remembers putting pieces uh, up her nostril and blowing them out to see how they would go. Oh, yeah. I think I did shit like that as a kid. I would do, like, with uh, marbles. <laughs> Shove a marble up my nose and then blow a snot rocket. One time I accidentally inhaled one instead of blowing it out. And I was a bit too scared to tell my mom, so I didn't. I remember being terrified at the time, thinking, where did it go? Not one to complain, she put the accident at the back of her mind and carried on with life. I always had difficulties breathing through my nose over the years, but never gave it much thought. Uh, Last year, the problem took a turn for the worse after a COVID-19 nasal swab. She said she was in pain for days afterwards and then started developing serious sinus problems. My nose would be leaking constantly, and I was in a lot of pain. She went to several general practitioners who put the pain down to a chronic sinus condition. I had a quite a lot going on in my life, so I pushed it in the background. McCarthy's 22-year-old son, Michael, is severely autistic and nonverbal and lives with her, so she's got a lot on her plate. Can't be worrying about, you know, a dripping nose or a rogue tiddlywink up her nostril from 32 years ago. It really started bothering her, so she went to an emergency room, and luckily the nurse and doctors, quote, believed it was more than sinus pain. They asked me if I ever put anything up my nose, and I told them about the tiddlywink. Sure enough, CT scans revealed an object in her upper nose. The object was pushed through her nose and extracted through her mouth. The COVID test had dislodged the disc and caused an infection. The tiddlywink didn't even lose its color. There was calcification around it, and that was probably why my nose had grown a bit crooked. You're getting a lot of answers, aren't you, lady? Why you couldn't breathe, why your nose has been dripping liquid, why you've been in pain, why you got a crooked nose. All answers lead back to that goddamn tiddlywinks. All right, final story we have for you today. This is a short one from Tennessee and involves Burger King. Nothing good ever happens at a Burger King. Tennessee police arrested two people accused of shooting a Burger King. I don't know if that means they were just shooting at the building, if they were shooting at that mascot who's fucking creepy. This is all due to a dispute over a spicy chicken sandwich. Apparently, it was too spicy for these white honkies. Tavarius McKinney. Well, that does not sound like a white honky name. And Keona Halliburton. Holy shit. I I mean, I don't want to be racist or racial here, but I thought black people like spicy foods. They reportedly got into a fight on June 6th with an employee at a Memphis Burger King after Halliburton complained that her sandwich had too much hot sauce on it. I hate when spicy chicken sandwiches are spicy only because of hot sauce. To me, that's not a spicy chicken sandwich. That's a regular chicken sandwich with hot sauce. You you know what I mean? I like when the, the heat 
of the chicken sandwich is infused in the chicken, uh, whether due, due to spices or, or whatever. That's like saying we're introducing a new honey mustard chicken when really it's just a regular chicken sandwich with honey mustard on it or a ranch chicken sandwich. It's got ranch sauce. Bullshit is cheating and it's stupid. Sorry. I have very strong opinions about this. The pair left the restaurant only to return a few minutes later. And then uh, apparently they brought their guns with them this time. They started shooting, injuring two people. Four witnesses. I now, again, if the sandwich is only hot because there's hot sauce on it or some sort of hot spread, just take some of it off. Get a fucking knife. Scrape some of it off your bun. Boom. It's got less hot sauce. It's going to be less hot. You stupid bitch. Uh, so, so, yeah, the pair left only to return, uh, return a few minutes later and start shooting. Four witnesses identified McKinney and Halliburton to police, and they were arrested on Wednesday. McKinney's background check, here we go, <laughs> reportedly revealed nine previous cases. I wonder if they were all chicken-related crimes. McKinney, oh, McKinney's the guy, Tavarius McKinney. He also had 10 warrants against him with charges including aggravated assault, kidnapping, and domestic assault. Halliburton is scheduled to appear in court on June 28th, facing charges of attempted first-degree murder, murder over a spicy chicken sandwich, and employment of a firearm during a felony. McKinney's court date has not yet been scheduled. There was another uh, Burger King shooting in Tennessee back in April after a customer got fed up with the long wait lines in the drive-thru. Well, that I can understand. The lines really are ridiculous. You need to start paying your employees, make them happy. Make people actually want to work there so I can get my spicy chicken sandwich in a timely fashion. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. Now, don't forget, if you pledge at least $5 uh, to our Patreon, you get access to a special voicemail uh, line where I will play your calls first. So I'm usually like a month or two behind on regular voicemails. So if you want your call played like the very next day or something, uh, you know, pledge $5 to our Patreon account. Uh, we also have a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out, which is kind of cool. They post funny videos, news stories, audio clips. They have good conversation there. Also, some not-so-great conversation. Also, some really disgusting things are posted there. Uh, check it out. There is a link to our Discord on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. It's free for everyone. Okay, uh, let's check in with a few freaks now. Yeah, hey, Tim. Catching up on shows, uh, driving back up to... This is Cat Lady, by the way. I know that voice. That place I live. Um, somebody called in because I, I forgot I sent you that picture of like my torn up cubic area. But like, what I did was I had brought a beard trimmer because um, it's a long story, but I wanted to shave my, one of my cats because she has kind of long hair and I wanted to, you know, like shave the underside of it. So I tried it on me first. Um, and yeah, it was you shaved your pussy. You shaved your beard. Not a good idea. Yes, I have hemorrhoids. Uh, I also have IBS. Um but my labia is fine. My vagina works great. You hear that? You hear that, freaks? Her labia is fine. In case there was any question about that. Yes, she has hemorrhoids. <laughs> yes, part of her mouth is missing. Got a big hole up in there. Um, 
And Cat Lady doesn't like butt stuff, so... Oh, thank God. I mean... Um, I would not go near that area. I used to get a lot of UTIs, but uh, otherwise, you know, this. Hey, you can't spell unity without it. It is. I don't, I don't know what that's even. Means. I got it. U N I T Y. It's tight. I'm telling you, and I, I've had lots of sex too. Well, well, I, I, oh my god! I Finally, think- something works right and looks right with Lady Cat Lady. You know what I mean? Like her pussy is fine, guys. It's nice and tight. Pretty labia on it. I'm like, a, like a high school boy right now. I'm like, I'm swearing. <laughs> Spoken like a true incel. All right, next up. Jimmy Boo, Jody Prolap. Oh man, I was listening to oh boy, it was a day or two. I don't fucking remember. But the caller called in about Chi-Chi's, the restaurant. Yes, I went to Chi-Chi's. Uh, I mean, like, this was, I was young. I, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember the food being absolute dog shit. But I don't. Well, it's pro- that, I mean, that that's one of the reasons why Chi-Chi's no longer exists, probably. Oh, no. Food was very inconsistent there. What? What? For, like, seven years. They would throw, you know, employee appreciation day, and they would give us, salsa because one, it was the cheapest, and two, they thought it was good. Everyone hates it. I don't know if it's the same thing, but everyone hated it. Yeah, I you know I do see Chi-Chi salsa. That's still around. I think they do uh, like uh, chips, like tortilla chips and salsa. Except for me. And at the end of the day, I would end up taking home three. Oh, you like it? Four fucking bottles of that shit that weren't even opened, and I fucking would wreck it. I don't know why people hate it. I think it's absolutely delicious. I don't know. And Lord Douche has very specific tastes when it comes to salsa. I don't remember the brand that he likes. It's not Chi-Chi's. There, there is something that we can only get at Sam's Club. <laughs> I mean, we get it at Sam's Club because it's like a huge ass bottle, and it's like a name brand. It's not like Members Mark or Sam or you know Sam's Choice. It's not like one of those, you know, Sam's Club version. It's like a real product, but I can't remember what it is. And it's only at certain Sam's Club. Like we have to go down to Kentucky to get it. We take special trips to get salsa. Timmy Boo, what a do. It is Sideshow and Patreon freak. Okay, are you doing that on purpose? <laughs> I just heard a low battery smoke alarm. Timmy Boo, what a do. It is Sideshow and Patreon freak. <laughs> well, formerly known. You know, that drives me crazy. Jesus Christ, I think I'm going to change my name, though. I'm going to go with Necrofelter. All right. You're now Necrofelcher. Although, if you're not doing this on purpose, I'm going to change your name once again to change your fucking batteries. That's the new official DV name, Necrofelcher. Um, yeah. So really just wanted to give you a call to tell you how awesome the show has been lately. And to change my name officially and to tell everyone to get on... <laughs> Every time it's louder and louder. To the dick sword and say hi to everyone. One more. Give me one more. If there's one more, then I know that this is a joke. My good stuff. And are you ready to kill me yet? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I love you guys. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. You made me laugh uh, that's all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Nigger faggotard, meet nigger fuckatard. It's 
spread the distortion std tell all your friends about the show don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts i will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're sideshow members otherwise i will see you back on wednesday until then have a great day bye everybody Hey, this is Barbara. I need a good knob to slob. I like to turn my trailer into a rockin' locomotive. Can you come over and throw some coal into my firebox? This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.